Hey, Tito here, the Football Fix. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate that. My Twitter handle's at FitHappens on Twitter. Find me on there. A lot to get into today. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, which is awesome esports and scores and betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores podcasts and news this season betonline.net the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events uh, including mma boxing golf head to the website today use your mobile device to learn about the trends in the action bet online where the game starts all right nfl announced their hall of fame semifinalists for um the seniors committee and also the coaches slash contributors committees uh, or I guess designations for those. Um, the, uh, the, for the seniors, it is a, they take players who have played um, not, or have played at least 25 years ago, their career ended 25 years ago or more. So that's how you get on the senior spot of things. This is not the, um, the modern one that'll come out September. You'll see like the list of people eligible or considered. And then later on, they'll do a, um, a semifinalist, finalists, and then they'll announce it around the Super Bowl time, I believe, is when that will happen. So this is not con- this is not include those people that have played within the last 25 years. This is only beyond that. Um, coach contributor, it doesn't matter when you coached uh, or contributed to the game as long as you haven't coached in the last five years. So that's how that came out. So uh, anyway, it, among those, though, Mike Shanahan and Mike Holgrim were both part of the uh, the coaches and contributors side of things. They're one of the finalists for that. There were a total of 54 people among seniors, coaches, contributors that were included in this. So um, the 25, there were 25 former players, uh, and that included people like Ken Anderson, who I think should be in the quarterback for the Bengals out of Augustana. Uh, Roger Craig is in there as well. Lester Hayes, the famous Stickham guy from the Raiders, is part of the seniors thing. Um, other guys on the senior side of things, Clay Matthews Jr., the Cleveland Browns. Uh, who had a, uh, a couple of sons playing the NFL as well. He certainly should warrant consideration, I believe. Uh, Joe Klecko from the old New York Sack Exchange, which also, also included uh, Mark Gastineau. He's also on that senior side of things. Uh, Jim Marshall, Ken Riley, Everson Wells, Mark Clayton, other guys that are in there. So, uh, But anybody who played no later than the 1996 season came into consideration for that. Those are the semifinalists, they'll vote on that. On the coaches and contributors, beyond Shanahan and Holmgren, who both won Super Bowls, you've got um, guys like Rune Arledge. By the way, Rune Arledge was with ABC during the Monday Night Football heyday. When that all got started up, absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Don Coriel, former coach for the Cardinals and also the uh, the Chargers, obviously Eric Coriel with the Dan Fouts, John Jefferson, Wes Chandler, Kellen Winslow days. He's up for this as well. Um, Art Modell, that'll be interesting one to see if that happens. And if Art Modell does get in, I know he's passed away. I get it. But if Art Modell passes away and they honor him in Canton, just outside of Cleveland area there, it'll be interesting to see what kind of reception Art Modell gets. You know, and Modell, look, I get it. He was a jerk for what he did with Cleveland and taking the team to Baltimore and then winning a Super Bowl there, which also makes it worse. But early on, Modell played a big role in the way the television um, part of the NFL was a boom. He was a big part of that and led the NFL to the new heights. So I, I'm not saying I, I think Modell should be in. I'm just saying I think that Modell did a lot of things beyond the screw-ups with the Browns and what he did there that he certainly should warrant consideration because of those reasons. Uh, Dan Reeves, another one who's up for it. Uh, Art Rooney Jr., the former Steelers vice president. Marty Schottenheimer is on there. Um, there's a lot of guys that should be considered in the seniors committee. All of that will come into play, though, 
again, uh, they'll vote on that, and then we'll find out where it stands with that. But uh, Ken Anderson, someone who was a four-time Pro Bowler and started, he was a quarterback for the Bengals in their Super Bowl season when they lost to the uh, 49ers, 26 to 21 at the Pontiac Silverdome uh, against Joe Montana. So Anderson's Super Bowl also against Montana's first one. Uh, he was one of the most efficient passers in NFL history. Roger Craig was fantastic as well. Um, he was the first player to ever have a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in the same year. Again, big part of those 49er teams. He absolutely should. From Ohio State, Randy Gratishar, who played for the Orange Crush defense, and uh, they went to the Super Bowl in 77, 78 against the Cowboys. They lost 27 to 10. He was a big part, though, of that uh, Orange Crush defense for Denver. Also, Chris Hinton, underrated guard. Uh, he also played a little tackle, though, for the Colts, but he was involved in the draft day trade or the swap with the um, the Colts, Baltimore Colts at the time when they drafted John Elway, and Elway said, I'm not going to play. Uh, he got traded to the Broncos, Elway did, obviously, and Chris Hinton was one of the guys who came back. He was drafted in the top five, I think, in that draft. He might have been fourth overall in that draft as well. Um, Chuck Howley, linebacker for the Cowboys. He's also the only player to ever win the Super Bowl MVP while playing for a losing team. That happened back in Super Bowl VI. He is also on the list um, among the seniors there. Jim Marshall, I mentioned him, Clay Matthews Jr. Stanley Morgan for the Patriots, underrated wide receiver. I don't think he'll get in. One of the more interesting ones for me is Sterling Sharp. Sharp only played from 88 to 94 before he had the neck injury that forced him to retire. But Sterling Sharp, for the time he was in the NFL, was really one of the best receivers. And I know you look at you have to look at how long somebody played, but he was one of the best receivers for about a three, four, five-year span in there. So um, I, I think he gets some consideration. So um, the, uh, the Rune Arlers talked about him, uh, Don Coriel, Mike Holmgren, uh, Rich McKay, who was the GM for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 94 to 03, went to the Falcons and was present CEO for them. He still is actually for them. He's under consideration. Um, Carl Peterson, the Chiefs guy, President G uh, GM and CEO for uh, almost 20, I think actually, actually exactly 20 years for them. Dan Reeves, uh, we talked about him, Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, so there's a lot of guys in that. And again, this is not this is not the modern era guys. These are the seniors and the um, coach slash contributor committees that will decide on the fate of some of these individuals. August 4th to the 7th is the Hall of Fame weekend. If you haven't been to Canton before, you should get there. It's a lot of fun. They, they do a great job there, especially the Hall of Fame game. This year, it's Jacksonville against Las Vegas. Jacksonville making their second appearance. Their first one was in their first year in the NFL. Right before that, they played Carolina leading into their first year. Uh, for the Raiders, it's their second one. This year in the Hall of Fame, you've got Raiders wide receiver Cliff Branch coming in. Tony Baselli um, from the uh, the former Jaguar. Also, Leroy Butler, Art McNally, Dick Vermeil, the longtime coach, uh, Richard Seymour, Sam, Meal, Sam Mills, I'm sorry, and Bryant Young all in the class as well. Um, the, I talked to somebody from the Hall of Fame in their media department, and Jacksonville is going all out in their Hall of Fame appearance. They're bringing – sometimes teams don't bring all the bells and whistles with them when they play in the Hall of Fame game. Jacksonville's bringing their cheerleaders, their mascot. They're really ramping it up this year uh, in their first full year without Urban Meyer in their organization. Other news in the NFL, uh, we spoke before the Bears are – the city of Chicago was talking to the Bears, or I'm sorry, not talking, reaching out to the Bears about maybe instead of moving their um, stadium or moving their, their home site to Arlington Heights, a suburb of Chicago, uh, the city of Chicago wanted them to say, hey, let's build a dome over the Soldier over Soldier Field. Let's do a, a dome over Soldier Field. And the, the mayor of Chicago was pushing for that. And Chicago came out and said in a statement, 
that they are not going to do that. Um, they're going to try to get the new uh, um, stadium development over at Arlington Park. As part of a mutual agreement with the seller of that property, we're not pursuing alternate alternative stadium deals or sites, including renovations of Soldier Field, is what came out in the statement. Uh, they want to, um, they in 2026 is when they can exit their lease with Soldier Field, and it sounds like that's what they're that's what they're going to do. They've got a 326-acre property over in Arlington Heights, and they're trying to do a whole new big complex. Look, I get it. I love Soldier Field, love the history of it. It is a bit run down, and this is the way things go now in sports. You're not going to see Fenway Parks and Wrigley Fields any longer. Uh, teams are going to move on from that, and they're going to look for new sites, bigger land where they can do multi-purpose things, and that's what the Bears are looking to do. One more thing I want to close with here about Tom Brady. And Brady has a chance to set a record this year with most wins, ready for this, most wins in the postseason against NFC teams. Think about how incredible, incredible that is. This is his third year. He's only played two seasons in the NFC. He has a chance to break the record for most postseason wins against NFC teams. Uh, right now, Joe Montana and uh, Aaron Rodgers both have 10 to tie with Brady. Brett Favre holds the record with 12. Uh, six of his wins, obviously, for Brady came in Super Bowls when he played for the Patriots against the NFC teams. Um, but he has a chance, so depending on how this, the whole thing plays out, he has a chance, so to pass far. If he gets three wins in the postseason this year, he can pass far for most wins in the postseason against NFC teams. Um, by the way, Brady has a total of 35 postseason wins. 35. 25 against AFC, 10 against NFC. That's a huge number. 35. More than twice as many as the man in second, which is Joe Montana with 16. Aaron Rodgers, again, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both have 11 total overall. I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry, is the active leader not named Brady. Um, he has, uh, from John Breach of CBS Sports, pointed this out. Uh, the active leader not named Brady is Aaron Rodgers with 11, but Brady's got 35, Montana second with 16. So amazing on that. But again, thanks for tuning in. This was the Football Fix. Um, follow me on Twitter at that happens. We will talk to you soon. And there's so much news always happening in, in the NFL and professional football. We have lots to talk about, I'm sure, every day next week.